And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Yes, here we are again another day committed to being your consumer advocate, helping you win in any marketplace. That's the goal of our show. Thanks for tuning in. Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. We want to help you in any marketplace, and the goal is to engage with you. Now, how can you engage? There's multiple ways. Uh, you can reach out to our hotline, 813-670-7372. You used to call me on my cell phone. Or check out ConsumerQB.com. Our website is ConsumerQB, like quarterback. Com, and we want to help you win contact form there. You can see links to all of our expert contributors here uh, on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Let's introduce our experts in studio. Colleen Rodriguez, hey, Fairway Independent Mortgage. Welcome Happy back. New Year. Happy New Year, it's 2020. I know. New decade, new everything. Brand vision. I know. It's going to be awesome. I like that. I'm going to yeah. have to steal that. I think can, I'm going to take that. I'm going to liberate that. It's good. I like it. Ray Hall's in the house. <laughs> yes, I am. I uh, love being here. Thanks for having me back again. And uh, I'm going to preach the same thing. Stop overpaying everybody. Especially now. Especially, <laughs> especially now. now. We were talking before the show. People are pushing for values. They are. They're, you know, they, there's a little uh, a hint of... Uh, what do you call it? Um, desperation in their voice. Oh yeah, when I'm getting yelled at before I even do the appraisal, yeah, I know. Yeah, there's a problem there. It's it's like they think it's an ATM sometimes. They do, and you know, and that's what I've always told people. You know, lending is a great thing. It's great when you have great credit and you can borrow when it makes sense. Yeah, you know, you know, maybe you've got some some high interest loans that you took out on something, and now you can roll it into you know the mortgage and everything. But yep. when you're just borrowing money out of that house to yep. pay off old debt so you can rack up new debt yeah you know that's when you get into a 2005 2006 yep. and and you know I, I'm, I'm not going to preach because i did the same thing once upon a time when i was a kid yep. so you know but you know that's why i like to come here and talk because i like to help people just avoid that that pitfall that i've seen so many people get into the lesson you have to learn yourself a lot of time it reminds yes. me of a country song i think it goes the lesson i learned the hard way or something you and, know? like it yeah. happens you know yep. it's one of those things that no matter how many times your parents tell you you know loved ones say hey put some back what do you really want to lease that bins or whatever it is you know save yeah. your money put the money back it's really Don't... robbing peter to pay paul exactly exactly but because we think it's going to continue we, yeah we just we assume because it's been so good that the the history the past is going to predict the future right and unfortunately right. there's things called markets there's global instability there's a thing called war there's geopolitical a lot of things happening a lot of stuff inside our own borders happening mm-hmm. uh, with the press and things happening you know right now so there's a lot of concerns out there but what we want to do is make sure you focus on the, that sphere of influence, things that exactly. you can actually control, that you control on a daily basis, and not get too caught up with those things outside of your control. You know, for example, what's happening in Washington, D.C., what's happening in the Middle East. There's not a whole lot we can do to control that other than, you know, volunteering or, or being active in those types of channels if we want to be involved. Uh, but, you know, think about your family. Think about the legacy that you want to leave. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, renting versus owning today as well with Colleen Rodriguez. You've heard uh, Diane Vance on the show as well, of course. Fairway Independent Mortgage, our mortgage expert uh, for the show as well. And this segment is brought to you by the Bill Maher Beach Resort over on Gulf Boulevard and Treasure Island. I love visiting the Bill Maher. It's just an awesome hotel. Gulf 
Boulevard, Treasure Island, Tampa Bay, Gulf of Mexico. What else do you want? I mean, there's two pools on site, Sloppy Joe's Beach Bar and Restaurant. You don't even have to leave the premises. Uh, Clyde Smith jokingly calls it a two-beer beach. <laughs> you know, you're going to take, <laughs> depending on your pace now, you take two beers or he says maybe one good margarita to get down to the beach. It's a long beach. And 90% of the rooms have that waterfront view. Uh, the Billmar Beach Resort on Gulf Boulevard, Treasure Island. Make sure you let them know the real estate quarterback sent you when you book your reservations. Mention that you're a fan of the show and you get special opportunities, special discounts, and incentives. Uh, Bill Maher Beach Resort, the official hotel partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show. All right, let's jump right into it. Uh, we've got actually. Let me tell you about this hot property I've got here. On uh, this is a 4348 Harbor Point Drive, Port Ritchie. So we've got a property, two million dollar asset. Uh, bring your boat. Uh, you know, this is just bring all your toys to this one. Forty three, forty eight Harbor Point Drive in Port Ritchie. You've got Gulf Front, Waterfront, Bayfront, right on the water. I mean, just a gorgeous property, huge pool, sixty seven hundred square feet, and this property has ultra high security. So if you there's two guard gates to get into before you even get into the Harbor Point Drive there in Port Ritchie. So check out all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.com. All right, so things are always volatile, you know. Things are happening, moving, shaking. It's a, it's a moving environment as we talk about. Uh, what are you seeing on your end, Colleen? Um, it's actually been pretty busy. You know, it was busy through the end of the year, and it's already starting to be busy again. Yes. You know, a lot of people are really interested in moving forward to purchase. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm getting some more calls for refis, mm-hmm. um, you know. As we were talking, it's kind of a robbing Peter to pay Paul situation when you're looking at cash out refis. Um, but, you know, there still are good opportunities for a lot of people. Um, but the new first time homebuyers seem to really be out in droves right now. They're really looking to buy their first home as they come out. I love that because yeah. they're getting, they know that they're going to get a tax refund coming up here. And they're excited soon. about the market. They're excited about what they're seeing. Yes. I, I think they were all hesitant. You know, um, a lot of these are millennials that live through seeing the their parents through yes. the crash and everything um, and some of them may be in a situation where they had lost a family home or something like that mm-hmm. so I think they were very hesitant for a long time to kind of jump in the water but they're really really towards the last quarter of last year and already this year at the beginning I'm seeing them come back more and more like they're like sure. okay we are ready you know the market has been fairly stable for the the last few years we've seen some growth we're comfortable in our jobs a lot of them have still been living at home, <laughs> so yeah. they have some money to put down. Yeah. So so it's good. And, you know, they don't want to rent. They realize that renting is not a good opportunity for them. Yeah. So so they're like, yeah, let's buy. You know, they, they see it now. They're getting it finally. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then there's the segment of the, of the uh, you know, listening audience, viewers on Apple TV, Amazon, mm-hmm. Roku, worldwide. But uh, there's a segment here uh, in the Tampa Bay area, for uh, example, where they're paying 30 to 40 percent higher uh, for their living expenses a.k.a. Mm-hmm. rent, right. then they could actually own for. Rates are still at 30, 40-year lows. Yeah, rates are still really, really low. You know, um, we we do have an issue. There is not a lot of property out there still. Inventory's low. You know, inventory is still tight for a lot of people, especially in that first-time homebuyer niche. You know, so that's why it's so important that those buyers especially get pre-approved, get pre-qualified, know their numbers, be good to go out the bat. So that way you can write that offer quickly and take that property because 
because they're, you're going to be in a bidding war. Anywhere between you know 125 and 225 right now, you're oh, in a bidding yeah. war. Oh, like, yeah. So those buyers have to be ready to go. And here's the thing as well, when you think about it. By the way, if you just joined us, we're talking with Colleen Rodriguez, Fairway Independent Mortgage here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Ray Hall, uh, Ray Hall Appraisal is also in studio. But you know, here let's let's go through line by line. Well, you know, especially for the younger generation. Well, I don't have down payment. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've got down payment opportunities. You can sell seller concessions, and I love the idea of setting up a GoFundMe. Yeah, talking to your friends, family members. Oh yeah, there's all kinds of options that they have. You know, um, and and a lot of there are still state and county grant options available for some people in certain situations. So there are things that are out there to help you get into a home. It's not a you know, like I think we talked a few months ago, Brandon, about how a lot of people think that they still have to put 20% down. You know, you can get into right. USDA home for zero down. Yes. You know, and the USDA homes are not as far out there as they used to be the anymore. The USDA you know? loans, right. Or, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're closer in town now. You know, they're not rural. Where are we talking? We're talking Wesley like Chapel. Pasco areas yeah. and stuff Central like that. Hills. Yeah. I'm in New Tampa, and I'm in a, I'm in a residential development, uh-huh. and my zoning is a PDA. Plan development agricultural, right. which makes me uh, USDA eligible. I'm, I'm USDA eligible. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that still hasn't changed. That will be changing soon um, because the census is this year, correct? I believe so. Yeah. And that they get that data off of the census. So that will change from the census. So now's the time to take the opportunity of those USDA financing options. You know, yeah. so you've got USDA and VA, of course, which is fabulous. VA is anywhere, mm-hmm. um, 100% financing. And then there's, you know, the tr- more traditional routes, 3% down for a regular conventional, 3.5% down for FHA. And then if you get a couple with a down payment assistance program, you're you're great. But then, you know, since you have an appraiser here. Yeah, let's, let's pick on the appraiser. Hey, do you have the Sopranos clip? No, I don't think no, you do, but, but, but we're I, I mean, about that. Yeah. That is something that we try to caution our first-time homebuyers. If you're looking to get some down payment assistance, you are looking to purchase typically over the purchase price. Yeah. So you are financing more money than the house is worth when you uh-huh. buy it. Hmm. And that's always a concern when I'm talking to a first-time homebuyer. But if there's no money out of pocket... To me, that's a fair compensation trade-off. No, within uh, within range. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Yeah. You know, but yeah. they have to be aware. And you know, appraisals. You know, like you were just saying, everybody tries to push the value right. on the appraisals these yep. days. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's kind of a, a, an issue that we see. You know, everybody's trying to get more. Wait for less. The buyers aren't. The buy, no, the buyers. <laughs> Some of them are. I see it. Because yeah, well, they're building you see it in on concessions. The refinance. Yeah, they're yeah. building in concessions. Yeah, and yep. stuff yeah well, like the that. refinance, yeah. definitely, yes. They're, they're, they're always pushing it for that value. But right. um, I've had buyers, and I, I, you know, I think I've told a story before. I lost a client once because the lender came back. Yeah. They were, they were paying $10,000 over the value. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it was a very, it was a, it was a condominium. So right. yeah, three model matches. Yeah. And they came back and, and it, it, what wasn't being understood was the buyer was motivated. Their yeah. lease was up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everybody wanted me to appraise over that value to get that in there. Yeah. And I always look at people and think, well, you're, you're yelling at me for not coming in at that value. Why don't you talk to your realtor as to why you're paying $10,000 over identical units in the complex? Yeah, it's four walls, right. especially right. with a condo. I mean, wouldn't it be great if when you went to get your car, an appraiser came back and said, it's not worth 20000 it's actually worth fifteen? Exactly. And you could present that and say, yeah. that's what I'm going to pay? Yeah. But nobody looks at the appraiser like that. They just... 
you and know, your license is on the line. Right. Yeah. I can get an, an appraisers. You know, we have the uh, the what is it, the free app. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can if we and then you have to understand the reason why we're not pushing values is we can get in trouble for that. Yeah. I can be reported. And, you know, you have to go to Orlando. You have to be in front of the board. You better have a lawyer with you. And your license is on the line. And when your license is on the line, so is your livelihood. Yeah, exactly. But it, it doesn't help anybody. So no. say you do say you do fluff up an appraisal, right? Mm-hmm. And then that borrower defaults. Yep. yep. And then that home that you fluffed up to 200 yep. sells at 125 or whatever, 75 yep. cents on the dollar, because the lender is going to try to get out from underneath it. Yep. That hurts the whole neighborhood. Yeah. Right. The and then end. the ripple effect, too, yeah. is the mortgage-backed securities, you know, if you want to take that a step further they're packaged up mortgage-backed securities mm-hmm. sold to an investor correct china had uh, you know ate a lot of our bad debt back then yeah. so you know the ripple effect goes on and on and and it's just you know it's a situation where the the for sale by owners a lot of times push for that value yes. because they heard this or they think that and, and they always are, think they know what they're doing. Exactly. <laughs> so we've seen it. We've seen properties priced two, three, four hundred thousand dollars over price. Yep. We've had conversations, Ray, yep. about that. So you mm-hmm. got to be diligent. You got to understand where you're coming from here. Uh, so reach out to us. We would love to help you. We've got the the full team, of course, inspectors, appraisers. Uh, we we can't choose the appraiser. Actually, that's a misnomer. <laughs> but we've got Correct. mortgage, title, all the the complete wheel here uh, when it comes to the real estate game. We're going to help you win. And I like to say, you know, we I, I take it as serious as saying that I'm a local economist choice you know i'm an economist when it comes to real estate in tampa bay and i'm not going to lead you wrong our team's not going to lead you wrong we're going to make sure we access the right programs get you into the properties and when we come back i want to touch a little bit now we've been talking mostly owner occupied here renters i want to talk about the opportunities for investors out there triplex duplex quads Mm -hmm. multifamily ways that you can really build some wealth in real estate right here on the consumer quarterback show stay with us do not touch that dial we'll be right back after the short break Hey, this is Jarek Robbins. You are listening to the Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rimes. Please do what it takes to learn all that you have to to live the life you want to live. Live it fully and find a way to give it by paying it forward to others. Get in touch with Brandon online at ConsumerQB.com. Welcome to 2020. Brandon Rimes here, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty, top 1% real estate team in the United States. Got an opportunity to engage with you as a loyal listener of our show. Uh, check out PlatinumMVPTeam.com, and we would love to help you if you're buying, selling, or investing in real estate. Work with the local economist of choice. And also, if you're a realtor and want to grow your business, we would love to talk to you as well. 813-670-7372, 670-7372, PlatinumMVPTeam.com. Brandon Rimes here, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. We want to offer a rent versus own analysis to anyone renting. Text the word rent in the amount of rent that you're paying to our consumer advocate hotline, 813-670-7372. Text the word rent in the amount of rent that you're paying to 813-670-7372. We're going to hook you up with a rent versus own analysis and break it down how easy we can get you into home ownership with 100% financing options available. ConsumerQB.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes. Cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. 
online at consumerqb.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team, Keller Williams Realty. We want to help you win in your real estate business. We're also recruiting agents right now. We're bringing on just a select few number of realtors. Uh, we've got a lot of leads coming in, lots of cool things happening with our events and uh, some click funnels, sales funnels happening. So we're looking for agents that want to help us grow uh, their business, help you grow your business, rather. And we're going to help you do that. 813-670-7372. Consumer Advocate at ConsumerQB.com as well. 813-670-7372. This segment is brought to you by Brothers Easy Moving, the official moving partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Brothers Easy Moving. Whether you're planning a long-distance move or a local move, they can surely help you with that. And they offer first class. From a first-hand experience, I'd say uh, I'd give them a first-class experience rating here. Five stars on uh, – they have a 4.6 rating on Google, A rating in Better Business Bureau, A rating on Angie's List, and a 4.5 on Yelp. Brothers Easy Moving, the official moving partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. Uh, hot property listing here uh, that we have in Tampa Bay. Uh, we've got 861 Mandalay Avenue on Clearwater Beach. Uh, this property is at $690,000. Beach property. Now, you're literally 200 steps from the sugar sand beaches and dolphin-filled waters of North Clearwater Beach. Two-bedroom, two-bath. You got a third bedroom in the back. You got a really cool party area, like a patio area here, man. You could host some really cool parties, uh, TVs outside, outdoor shower uh, at this property, 861 Mandalay Avenue in Clearwater. Check them out at PlatinumMVPTeam.com. PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You can see all of our real estate listings. Somewhere, somewhere. All right, we got Colleen Rodriguez in the house, Fairway Independent Mortgage, Ray Hall, Ray Hall Appraisals. So, yeah, Ray, you know, talking about values, it's mm-hmm. it's always it's it's a fun conversation. Come, sometimes can be a heated conversation as well. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I, you know, uh, I you know when I when I get back to the office tonight, I've got I think two reconsiderations of values that I have to address. <laughs> now, what's a um, reconsideration of value? <laughs> that means people, somebody complained, right? Right. Well, not complain. Yeah. Uh, so what happens is if you your appraisal comes in low, you do have some recourse. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can go to your lender, and usually they'll give you a form. You have to fill it out. Yep. But you do have to provide some type of evidence that maybe we were a little low. Right. Um, you know, a lot of times you have to provide comparables. Yeah. Uh, or come up with a reason why the appraiser was off. And yep. I've, I've had instances where um, I did change. You know, they uh, they did have a, a sale. You know, maybe I did my sale search mm-hmm. a couple days after the inspection. Mm. And there was one that was just outside that that mark. Mm. Uh, so I did consider it was a good comp, you know, maybe in an area that there weren't many. So, you know, I have, you know, reconsidered that value. But a lot of times I, I know, you know, I get them where they're taking comps from five miles away yeah, mm-hmm. uh, outside the neighborhood. And, you know, and it comes down to they did, they got their own number in their head. Yep. But the problem is, is as appraisers, we have a lot of guidelines we have to follow. Yeah. And not only do we have the appraisal guidelines we have to follow, but we have an additional scope of work with most loans, which is Fannie Mae's mm-hmm. requirements. Right. And as Colleen will tell you, it's a very thick book of requirements <laughs> that we have. Yeah. And one of the basic ones that the appraiser has to follow is it, the comps have to be the most recent, similar, and proximate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I have that criteria and I have those comps, if you're sending me three neighborhoods over to pull comps, I'm, you know, I'm going to violate that. Yep. And you know that lender, if 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 that loan gets defaulted, the lender's going to be in trouble. Yep. I'm in trouble. Yep. 
if I'm on the uh, Fannie Mae's do not use list, now I'm in real trouble. Yep. And basically, I better go find another career. Yeah. So, you know, we, there's a lot that that's going on behind the scenes that people don't realize when it comes to that lending decision and that appraised value and, and, and everything that's going on. So it is important that they understand there's more than just, you know, yes, you painted the house and it looks wonderful, but that's not $10,000 in value. Yeah. And exactly. Yeah. The new roof. Well, it's supposed to have a roof that doesn't leak. You exactly. Know, if it's a little bit newer, okay, that could see maybe a little bit on value, but nothing mm-hmm. major. The uh, couple of things misnomers around that specifically what you were discussing you said uh close proximity mm-hmm. uh like and similar yep and uh you know within the certain range of the value right uh similar type of neighborhood so if you're looking at a gated community you wouldn't want to go to a non-gated right you know, those things but are there is there like a rule because you've heard oh well it's got to be within one mile or six months or that's uh yeah, a lot of that is is fannie mae criteria okay they and it's not a requirement it's kind of a preference okay you know if we want sales within a mile if it if you don't have sales within a mile, you just have to give an explanation as to why you had to use. I'll give you a great example. I'm yeah. uh, appraising a property that is over 5,000 square feet. It's a ranch. It's up in the Hernando County area, and it was formerly used as a nursing facility. Hmm. <laughs> so it's, you know, obviously I'm not going to have three comps within a mile up the street that are similar to this. Um, so I was up actually very late working on that last night um but you know so there there are those instances where i just can't do that they also like uh the net adjustments to be at 15 percent or less and the gross adjustments to be at 25 percent or less which you, most of the time if i'm going to track house is very easy to do but if it's a unique house it's it's not yeah so i can go over these guidelines i just have to provide an explanation as to why i did that yeah and, and when you look at the different types of properties too uh, you know a lot of times we, we talk about residential here right. mm-hmm. i want to come back to the investor conversation as mm-hmm. well but you, you look at commercial uh, income properties you know mm-hmm. an income property yeah it's going to have an asset a parking lot a certain number of rooms right uh, but the one we were discussing before the show as well is you, you got you got eight bedrooms there i believe it was they're renting at a certain amount mm-hmm. it, it becomes almost like a business valuation too uh it does uh you know in in valuations uh terms that's called the going concern value um and you know and, and in a lot of commercial appraisals that comes into it uh especially when i've done in the past new construction for like uh uh uh, uh what call one of the uh duplex triplex quad well, not duplex is more of a um I, why i'm sorry i'm having a moment Multi-family. right here no the uh storage units storage units oh. <laughs> storage units. people got people got a lot of junk they want to store don't they, they do amazing. but when i was when i would do these storage units cuz i've done the storage units that only store RVs. I've done yep. ones, and what it, what the lender wants is I have to do the value upon completion. Then I have to do the value upon stabilization. Yeah. What that means is when it's done, it's empty. Yep. So you've just got a building that has a lot of costs. Yep. So that's affecting that value. Now I have to go in and determine what's the value once it's built up and it's producing income and it's at a stabilized income that's covering the debt service. And how long it's going to take to and get to that And how long point. it's going to uh-huh. take to it. Because that's yep. six, eight months a year, depending on, you know, if it's rural out in, you know, Lake, yep. south of Lakeland or wherever, you know, yep. in the Polk County or some of those areas. So, yeah, lots of concerns. And it's not as easy as straightforward a thing when you think about it. So Ray Hall, right. Ray Hall Appraisals here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. And I love what you do for our listening audience as well, where you, you have this offer. It's an ongoing offer, I believe. Absolutely. So you, if, if you just need to know what your house is worth, and I just did one of these for a friend of mine recently, you know, and, and my friend is there 
they want to buy a new house. They want to upgrade, uh, but they're not sure if they can get what they need for their house. Mm-hmm. And they didn't want to go with what the realtor was saying. They wanted my opinion. Mm-hmm. And it's $150. It's a desktop appraisal. I don't even need to come out if, if you don't want me to. Yep. And I can, I can give you that value. I, it has comparables. It has my adjustments. It has everything I would put into a regular appraisal. But I'm not giving you all that information that I have to report to Fannie Mae and the lender. Yep. Uh, if I'm doing this for you, you don't need a sketch of your house. You know where the bedroom is. I hope. Yes, that's right. So you don't need me to go and do all that and sketch it out. I'll probably measure just for good measures if I'm out there. Yeah. But I don't have to do all this in the report so I can get it done faster and charge less to the the person. You just reminded me of square footage. Sometimes I'm, the square footage yeah, is off. I I want to, we'll oh, touch yeah, on that. So when we come that. back, Colleen, <laughs> let's remind me. We're going to get the investors. We're going to get the square footage uh, on that as well. So we're going to dive deep here on appraisal value on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Also, we talk about investor side of how you can build wealth uh, through real estate. Plus, we have our feel-good story as well. Firefighters rush out of grocery store after an emergency call to find the groceries paid for by a stranger. Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. This is work done, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon Rhymes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rimes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty and a part of real estate out there as well. It's not just bricks and mortars, uh, single-family homes, uh, all types of commercial assets. Uh, we got a lot of vacant land available. I just want to roll through just a few of our vacant land opportunities here. Uh, we got 516 Alternate 19 in Palm Harbor. Think about this, the, the walkability, the bikeability of this property. Alt 19 Palm Harbor, right on the main street. Uh, the owner has plans. There has been all the impact fees have been paid. Uh, zero Alt 19 Palm Harbor. 516 also it goes by as well. Alt 19. 9200 Gun Highway in Odessa. This is a corner lot in Odessa right by Racetrack Road and Gun Highway. Great opportunity. Again, business development opportunity, single-family home. Uh, could be one of those cool country store-type deals right there. Uh, you've got 15676 Mahoney Drive, Spring Hill. Nine acres in Spring Hill available. This is a residential opportunity in Shady Acres as well. Uh, lots of real estate property available. Platinum MVP team. Lots of vacant land, commercial properties. Check out PlatinumMVPTeam.com. All right, let's jump right back into it. So we got Colleen Rodriguez in the house. Lots of good stuff here. I think it's a very stimulating conversation. We're coming up more and more ideas, more and more topics. I wanted to talk about the square footage. That's something else you wanted to mention. Yeah. We've got to get to the rent versus own and investors as well. Okay. Well, I, the square footage, you know, like I was saying during the break, is so often we have buyers or excuse me, sellers and buyers and even agents occasionally that are not educated, let's say, yeah. that are saying, you know, 
the houses are selling for an average of $175 a square foot. So this house is worth $175 a square foot. But each property is unique. Right, yeah. And you do all these adjustments on the appraisal on page two, telling us all the different things mm-hmm. on all the different homes, and, and they don't understand sometimes where that's you, coming sometimes from. Sometimes you want to say, Bye, Felicia. Yeah. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> but you can't. You can't. You just can't do it. <laughs> well, I'm the appraiser. But, I can't actually. There you go. You can. <laughs> no, and, and you're absolutely right. And what they don't understand is that say $175 a square foot encompasses everything. Right. So that's that's not just the building. That's the land. The land. That's the pool. That's the porch. Yeah. That's that's everything. Conservation right. view. The conservation view. Everything. Right. So when I do an appraisal, I'm breaking that down. Now, how can I break down $175 into a grid that's 20-some-odd lines long exactly. and make appropriate adjustments? Great point. Mm-hmm. And what Especially pe- when your adjustments have to be within the ranges that exactly. you were just stating oh, yeah. and that, by the lenders. That's what a lot of times when I, when I mention those uh, uh, percentage adjustments, when I'm doing a, a house that's kind of uh, more uh, economical, mm-hmm. say below $100,000, <laughs> I'm at 15% very quickly. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm it. always having to do that explanation. But what people don't also understand is that price per square foot changes at different types. For instance, you'll see a marketable difference between a 1,000-square-foot house and a 2,000-square-foot mm-hmm. house. You're now... Right, right. Or right. even oh, a yeah. three- or 4,000-square-foot house. And yep. a three-bedroom and a four-bedroom. Or exactly. a three-bath and a two-bath. Right, You yeah. know, those are... I mean, there's an adjustment for the bathroom, but there's still more saleability in a three-bath A lot home, less people you know? that are going to yeah. buy a one-bedroom home, yeah. you know, even if it has three or four bedrooms. Right, you know? right. So, that, so the, yeah, the marketability, the demand, and a lot of it really is, is common sense if you back out of it and you mm-hmm. think about it. And the problem is we got emotions. You know, we got so many emotions involved. Right. Uh, you know, through my negotiation studies, it's one thing is very clear. Uh, we are emotional beings and we are irrational. As much as we think we're rational people, a lot of it's driven by emotions and it's irrational that we think, especially when it comes to negotiations. Yep. Colleen Rodriguez in the in the house here. We got Fairway Independent Mortgage, Ray Hall, Ray Hall appraisal as well uh, let's talk about the investors out there for a moment you got a lot of opportunity people sometimes oh, yeah. they say oh well you know pull money from your paycheck put it in the 401k a mutual fund etc uh, by the way 95 percent of the mutual funds do not outperform the market uh, but that's just a side note i'm talking about real <laughs> estate here when you think about real estate you know we've heard it said multiple times many ways millionaires build mm-hmm. you know the whole thing and, and it's really true it's simple that people have to live somewhere right it's an insurable asset mm-hmm. and if you buy a triplex or a quad mm-hmm. you've got three units four units you live in one you rent the others you just you yep. took my thunder we, we've got <laughs> we've got neural resonance going on we got some neural resonance you've got going it on exactly here there you can live yeah. in one and yeah. rent out the other units and that's huge so right. if you're a veteran you can buy up to four units a quad. You can buy a quad if you're going to live in one of the units. The same with VRFHA, the same with conventional, all of them. You can buy, and yeah. you can help use that rental, the potential rent, rental income to help offset the payment and yeah. everything. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's a great opportunity. Now, mm-hmm. if you're going to be a straight investor, yep. like, in other words, I already own my house and I want to buy... A, another home to rent, a small little house up in Pasco or something, yep. um, you're going to need to put 15% down. 15% down. Uh-huh. And have reserves. Talk to me about vacant land, too, because that's mm-hmm. this question I've been coming up with a lot. I've got vacant land. I know Diane was saying you're trying to find it. you got to refer that out a yeah, little bit. We yeah, we have to refer the vacant land out a little bit. Um, in, my, in the past, from what I remember, I did do some vacant land lending years and years ago when mm-hmm. I was with another institution. Um, they do need roughly 10% down. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the times they are um, 
like a, a, a fixed mortgage, but they're for, for a shorter term, like yeah. 10 years or 15 years, That's something right. like that. Really what a lot of lenders are looking to do when you buy vacant land is for you to develop that land as quickly as possible. Yeah. So they don't want you to hold a vacant land loan as, for years and, and years and, and two, years. two major buckets there. You look at one that's a platted community, and I'd love to have Ray explain platted, and mm-hmm. then you have one that's non-platted, which would be just more raw land, or right. there's, not, then there's you have, not sewer and all well, that hooked up. Like you mentioned in the Palm Harbor property which is yeah. down the street from our office yeah <laughs> um that property you know you mentioned something that's huge it has the impact fees already paid yes you know so when somebody's looking at raw land yep. they need to take that into consideration mm-hmm. so know? what's a platted community ring a platted community is, is uh basically it's cut up into you know lots yeah it's um, developed already it's right the cdd there's there streets could be a CDD and electric and, and right and so you know the raw land is basically Nine times out of ten, it's a cow field mm-hmm. because they're raising cattle to get orange that groves. green belt. Orange groves, I've done those. Um, but you know, once it's platted, that means they've put the infrastructure in the roadways. It may just be in the entitlement phase, mm-hmm. and you know that's actually a valuable thing as well. What does it, that mean? Let's go a layer deeper here. What is entitlement? Like? Entitlement basically means you have a plan for this property and it's been approved by the government. Mm, they're entitled to right. They're to entitled. It. So uh, I was involved in an appraisal early in my career. Uh, it was a, uh, I believe it was a ninety million dollar property mm-hmm. uh, up uh, by the Ocala area, where they had gotten entitlements mm-hmm. in the nineteen seventies mm-hmm. to do this big what they call a DRI, which is a development of regional impact. Mm. In other words, you know, a lot's going to come with it. It's going to bring in a lot more population. It's going to really impact mm. that area, and uh, the state was buying it back. And, you know, when we appraised it, we had to consider those entitlements because mm. they were allowed to build, you know, thousands of units. Uh, they were, it was going to have its own power plant. I mean, it was going to be so huge. traffic flow, traffic electrical flow. grid stuff. Oh, that's exactly. a lot to take and into consideration. And that's a yeah. great point. And, and I want to start to interject here. The, the idea there is that, you know, from an investor standpoint, think about some of these big land banks, right? Oh, yeah. They, they knew Pasco was going to be developed in the 20s or the 80s, mm-hmm. you know, and they've been ahead and bought up land. They held it. They knew it was going to be a long-term play. It could be a big multinational company or something along those lines. Right. But they're improving the land by getting those entitlements, yeah. and they haven't moved a truck. They haven't done anything. They simply shuffled paper, made it to where they have that in place. Now they can move the development. And there's people that buy that stuff because it's ready to go. Right. And I I have investors I work with where they buy properties and then they have me appraise it um, after the entitlements are in place. Yes. Um, You know, and then they obviously, you know, they sell it to other investors. It's it's sort of like a flip. Yep. Uh, a little more complicated process than that, but you know yep. that's that's what they use me for, and uh, you, you know you've got to look into you know entitled properties, cost of entitlements. Um, getting entitlements is a very expensive process. Mm. Uh, engineering, lawyers, there's a lot into it. Geo uh, testing, soil testing, yeah. geo drainage things. I mean, I, I had a pool built last year, and just what went into that, mm-hmm. where the water was going to go if it overflowed. Yep. And which I thought was funny because I live on a pond. Yeah. So like, it's going to go there. It sloped right there. But. Right. but, you know, when it comes to, uh, you know, construction of raw land, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's not as simple as going out, hammering some stakes in the ground and let's put that house up. Yep. Uh, as you sp- uh, spoke about your listing with the impact fees. Yep. That's a big expense. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what an impact fee is, is anytime you're going to break ground and put a new improvement 
on yeah. top of that dirt, you're impacting the environment, and you're going to pay a fee to do it, and you're going to pay a hefty fee to do it. That's right. Um, a lot of times, that's why you'll see people buy older FET houses and tear them down because you'll get an impact fee credit. And you can build the new house a little cheaper because you don't have to pay those fees over to the That's county. a good question. I wanted to bring that up because yeah. there's sometimes you, it's, it makes sense to leave the structure both for FEMA and flood. Mm-hmm. But also, can you repeat what you just said? So if you, 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 you purchase an older house, maybe tear it down to the foundation and rebuild, you just saved yourself on the impact fees. Mm. So investment-wise, it's good because you're – you can be a little bit less than those other new constructions in the neighborhood yeah. that are just going on the raw lot. Now, do you need to leave the studs up or certain like that? Is I, you know, that's something you would check have with to your check, attorney. check. Check with your attorney. Check with your municipality. Mm-hmm. You know, remember, if you're in Hillsborough County, you've got City of Tampa, Hillsborough County, Temple Terrace, and Plant City. Those are your municipalities. Okay. If you're out in Pinellas County, good luck. There's a, lot of <laughs> there's a municipality every two blocks. Yeah. So it's going to change from place to place, and, and you know their requirements are going to be there. So you know, check with them. Don't take anybody's word for it. Yeah. Make sure you know what municipality you're in, and see what their rules are regarding that. And also, also on the municipality uh, topic. Uh, there's ways that you can contact them and ask for down payment assistance. Mm-hmm. What do I have to do to qualify? So mm-hmm. there's a lot of things here. Uh, lots of great content here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Stay with us. Uh, when we come back, we're going to bring all this together with top tips, nuggets of advice, parting words of wisdom, and also our feel-good story of the day about firefighters that uh, rushed out for an emergency call, and they also returned to find uh, groceries paid for by a stranger. Right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Thanks for listening to my daddy's show. For more information, go to ConsumerQB.com. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253, free CMA, and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out PlatinumMVPRealty.net. PlatinumMVP. Realty.net. Hey, Brandon Rhymes here. I'm a top 1% realtor in the United States with Keller Williams Realty, the number one real estate company in the world. We're looking for buyers, sellers, and investors that would like to work with our top team in the area. Reach out at ConsumerQB.com. Just submit an email form at ConsumerQB.com or give us a call or a text at 813-670-7372. Call or text 813-670-7372 and we will help you win in negotiations with your real estate deals. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes. Cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rimes here, the Consumer Quarterback Show. This segment is brought to you by Taps Restaurant, the official restaurant partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Taps Restaurant over at the International Plaza at Bay Street. Excellent food. 
Very friendly staff. Awesome ambiance. I love the feel over there, just at the, the buzz that's going on around the mall, the International Plaza, Bay Street. Taps Restaurant, excellent food. Uh, awesome management as well. Uh, let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. Take them up on special offers and incentives. they got great food on the menu, burgers, uh, all types of cool bowls they offer, uh, fish dishes, salads, awesome food. Taps Restaurant. Local gastro pub at the International Plaza, Taps Restaurant, Bar and Lounge, Consumer Quarterback Show, official restaurant partner. All right, we got a hot listing here, 1100 South Myrtle Avenue in Clearwater. Now, this property, talking about an opportunity, think about this one here. You've got 220 plus feet going deep. You got 175 frontage on South Myrtle Avenue, which is one of the main arteries uh, headed to downtown Tampa or downtown Clearwater, rather. Now, check out the photography, compliments of Fabray Frameworks, our official real estate. Photographer, But if you look in the background there, you see the intercoastal waterway. You see the Gulf of Mexico, the big uh, high-rise hotels on the beach. But look at the size of that lot. And you talk about an opportunity to rezone, redevelop. Uh, when I took this listing, Ray, uh, there mm-hmm. was two structures. You can see the two, two structures right there. It was a restaurant, uh, a little dilapidated. They, they you know, they kind of, I think they condemned the building. But that's where I was kind of going with that question is that it might make sense because you've got a property with structures already in place. And especially if you're in a flood zone, there's that 50% FEMA rule exactly. that, you, that you have to look at. And you've got to understand that mm-hmm. with your attorney. You know, it's a, it's a compre- comprehensive approach. You want to talk to the county? You want, Yeah. And, and, you know, I... You know, I drive around a lot. I listen to a lot of books, and you know, I'll listen to real estate books. <laughs> yep. And a lot of the investors will tell you the same thing: get a team of people who mm-hmm. know what they're doing. Don't do it on your own. Power team. Power team. You know, get a realtor, get a lawyer, and you know, and, and if you're getting an attorney, get a real estate attorney who's familiar with that area and familiar with what's going on. Yep. Because if you're going into an investment where you're developing some land, that's that's a high risk. You know, it's a very high return, but it's a high risk. So you want people in place that know what they're doing. And, you know, when it comes to things like that, you know, uh, you know, just you're looking to build a house or something somewhere. Just call the county, you know, find out the municipality you're in. Um, A lot of times when I'm when I'm doing a property, I may be especially with commercial. Uh, I may need to know what the future land use designation is, which is a whole other ball of wax uh, and the zoning. So I've got to call. I, I make an estimate. Where is this? Okay, maybe it's in Largo. Yeah. I call Largo. No, it's not here. But they'll tell you, no, that's in Pinellas County. Right. Call Pinellas County. And then they'll help you out. Yeah. You know, you want to get that information. You want to yeah. go into it knowledgeable. Never go into it assuming you know. Yeah. Because I've so many times in what I do, I mean, I, I did over 600 appraisals last year. Wow. And so often I see people who knew what they were doing yep. until the time came to find out you didn't know what you were doing. Yeah. Um, exactly. You know, com- you know I, I had one, one person who was comparing their, their renovated house to new construction mm. in the Seminole Heights area. Yep. And I did everything I could, but the praise value was $20,000 less than what they thought. Yep. Why? Because he was looking at new construction. Yep. And I remember the look on his face when I was doing the inspection. He said, well, this is like new construction, right? And I said, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. And there was you that look your of fear. Question, yeah. you know, it's like you kind of answered your own question. So there, there are a lot of things to think about. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the way, we're talking with Ray Hall, Ray Hall Appraisals, Colleen Rodriguez, Fairway Independent Mortgage. Now, here's here's a question that comes up. I, I go out to a listing appointment. I see on the MLS sheet from an expired listing a lot of times. I take a lot of expired listings. Didn't sell with the previous realtor. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's the marketing effort that was put forth. Very bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
the commission that they offer to the buyer agent, 2%, 2.5%. Like, no, you can't do that. Right. Uh, you got to pay people what they're worth. You know, how would you right. like me to go into your job and say, oh, you make your typical uh, nurse would make this, but let's let's pay you 35 instead of 85, you know, or however right. that plays out. So there's, there's a couple main things that you see in charge trends. But the point I'm going to is that a lot of times you look at the MLS sheet, it says, okay, this property has four, uh, 1,485 square feet, right? Right. You ask the owner how many square feet. Oh, well, I've got 1,600 and whatever, 1,800. Yep. There's a misconception. And sometimes they add on that addition. You've seen these on refis, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. You've seen these on refis. Yeah. So my question then becomes, okay, where's the discrepancy come from? How do we correct it? Well, y- y- first of all, when we do an appraisal, there's a, sp- there's a specific criteria to what is living area. Yes. And first off is it has to be air conditioned. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Opening the sliding glass door to your porch and letting the cold air pour out is not air conditioning (laughs) the room. I need to see a vent. Um, you know, a lot of times there are those wall units that yep. they call it's kind of a, an accessory unit. Yep. That's fine. But also there's the quality of construction. And I've had people where they have that porch and, you know, the house is blocked. And stucco and everything. And then they have the porch that has maybe aluminum key, and key glass. Point. Key point. Right. And then they put in the wall unit. And they said, well, this is living area now. Yeah. Well, if I'm attributing, you know, $45 a square foot to the block and stucco portion, why am I going to give this $45 a square foot? Right. You know, an $800 AC system does not give you $20,000 in value because you put it in a large porch. Yeah. So... You know, there's the quality of construction of that addition. Um, you know, but most importantly is that AC vent. Um, you know, that it has to be a climate-controlled area. Um, now, a lot of times, too, what happens is people have something enclosed. They didn't get it permitted. Right. <laughs> Sticky situation for appraisal. You. Yeah. It hurts you. It, yeah. it does and it doesn't. What happens then is now there's no... No rule, not even in the Fannie Mae Seller. I don't think it's in the Fannie Mae Seller's Guide yet, that it has to be permitted. It does have to be completed in a workmanlike manner, but I have to prove the marketability of an unpermitted addition by finding another property with an unpermitted addition and showing that the buyers paid that same amount for the unpermitted portion. So it's a very hard thing to do. So I, and a lot of times, the appraisal charge you more. Yeah. I've got to do, you know, I, that's my time. Yeah. I have to do a lot Absolutely. more research and I'm going to charge you more. So just get the permit. Absolutely. You know, and you want to make sure it's done safely. You don't want someone coming out and doing a shoddy job with the electrical and now your family's at risk of an electrical fire. That's right. So get the permits, get it legal. Yeah, your your, your property taxes is going to go up, but hey, you're contributing to the community when you do that. So, yeah. you know, right. go for it. Be a good citizen out there. Exactly. Ray Hall, Ray Hall Appraisals, rayhallappraisals.com, Colleen Rodriguez, Fairway Independent Mortgage, and you're ColleenRodriguez.com? Yes. Is that right? No, Colleen A. Rodriguez. Colleen A. Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Com. All right. So when we uh, let's get to our feel good story of the day here. Tell me something good. All right. Firefighters rush out of a grocery store. They had a call. You know, imagine these firefighters in line. They had a call. They rush out. Check out what happens here. So several members of the fire department in Indiana were shopping for groceries at a local Kroger when they were dispatched on the call. Uh, The crew uh, had to run out of the store and respond to an emergency and leave their groceries behind. Uh, So when they returned, Kroger employees had placed their groceries in a cooler and an anonymous person had paid for the groceries. And the stranger simply left a note that read, thank you for your service. We came back in, went to get in line, uh, Lieutenant Dwayne Reddick said. And the store was like, nope, don't worry about that. It's already been taken care of by a 
a customer. So pretty cool store. Love those stories like that. The feel-good story of the day. And it's time for our lightning round. The lightning round! I am so good at lightning rounds! I majored in lightning rounds. All right, here we go. Top tips, nuggets of advice, parting words of wisdom. Ladies first. Well, Brandon, like we always say, pre-approval are, you know, most important yeah. now, especially as the market's tightening up and you can't get in. You've got to get that pre-approval. Don't forget to do your homestead exemption for those primary buyers that closed before the end of last year. Yes. You have until, what, February, the end of February, March Cover 1st. Up. Check the yeah. date on that on the po- property appraiser's website. Yeah, so make sure you go to your individual county. Go on the property appraiser website, file for your homestead exemption, because yep. that's huge. Yes, it is. So. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. File for the homestead exemption. Ray Hall, Ray Hall Appraisals. Uh, my advice today is going to be for those home buyers out there. And you know, if you have that appraisal come in and it's below your contract price, don't ask why the appraiser didn't come in at your contract. Ask why you're not paying what the appraisal came in at. Yeah. Uh, you're going to save yourself some money that way in the long run. Yeah. So uh, trust me, these appraisers, they're not trying to... Uh, break your deal. They're not trying to come in under under that value, but you know, go ahead and see if you can use it as a negotiation tool and save some money. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You want to make sure you're doing that. <clears throat> you know, and, and I would say plug in. You know, my lightning round quick tip would be uh, plug into the Consumer Quarterback Show. Man, we've got some really awesome attorneys associated with the show. Lots of great real estate uh, knowledge, cumulative knowledge with the show. Uh, health and fitness. Uh, so many different ways. You know, flooring removal, solar companies, home inspectors. Uh, lots of great uh, partners of the show, and uh, we want to help you. That's our goal. Is uh, you know we love passing along this information, and obviously we're passionate about it. You can tell we <laughs> you know had a lot of good content here floating around today. Uh, everything from uh, single family investments, commercials, vacant land, uh, dealing with municipalities and taxes, and uh, filing. Th- don't forget to file that homestead exemption. Huge. That's a big one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so some good stuff there. So I want to thank our expert contributors, uh, Colleen Rodriguez, of course, Diane Vance as well, uh, business partner there, Fairway in. Independent Mortgage, Ray Hall. Always a pleasure, sir. Thank you. Ray Hall Thank Appraisals. Uh, check out the website, rayhallappraisals.com. And, of course, our team behind the scenes. And remember, you have an opportunity to reach out. You know, we have Ray offers that $150 uh, limited use appraisal, we mm-hmm. call it, right? Yep. And uh, Colleen, you know, can help you with getting pre-approved. Uh, rent versus own analysis is something great. That could be your gift to a friend in your family that's renting, and they're constantly complaining, mm-hmm. man, I pay 2200 in rent. I pay 3500 in rent. Add those numbers up over five years. It's $80,000. It's $100,000. It's 200000 It's a lot of money thrown away to rent. Please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Uh, something as simple as packing up some food or clothing. Carry it with you to and from your commute and hand it to that person that you see in need. Be a force for good in the community. We'll see you next time. Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for The Consumer Quarterback Show.